Hello, everybody. Welcome to the third and final week in our exploration of the use of droperidol for acutely agitated patients in the emergency department. This week, we're going to be led by Dr. Christopal Vino, who is going to cover the DORM study, which is a randomized control trial of intramuscular droperidol versus midazolam for violence and acute behavioral disturbance in the emergency department. Hey, everyone. This is Krista Bovino. I'm one of the third-year emergency medicine residents at the University of Cincinnati, and I'm going to talk to you today about the DORM study. So this was a randomized control trial of intramuscular drapiridol versus Versed for violence and acute behavioral disturbance. Um, so essentially, these authors wanted to look at the difference between drapiridol and Versed as a sedative agent for agitated patients in the emergency room. Um, and they noticed that the medications that are most often used for this in practice are either benzodiazepines or antipsychotics. Uh, but unfortunately, a lot of patients who get sedated with benzodiazepines end up over-sedated. Um, and then a lot of antipsychotics have been associated with cardiac dysrhythmias, and some are only mildly sedating, like Haldol. So they noted that terpiridol is a highly sedative antipsychotic that used to be widely used until the black box warning about QT um, kind of became an issue. And now drapiridol is, is back in play, um, and they note that this has actually been used very safely for a long time. So they wanted to look at a couple of things, mainly how long it took people to actually become effectively sedated using these two medications, um, and also how, how safe was that? What was the safety profile of those medications? So... This was a blinded, randomized control trial. So the patients, the healthcare providers, and the investigators were all blinded to the treatment arms. And the primary outcome was the duration of the violent and acute behavioral disturbance. So essentially what happened is the researchers just developed three different vials that all looked identical. So one would contain 10 milligrams of drapiridol, one would contain 10 milligrams of Versed, and one would contain 5 milligrams of drapiridol and 5 milligrams of Versed. Nobody knew what was contained in the vials, but when an agitated patient presented to the emergency department, a research investigator would automatically enroll them in the trial, and they would be administered one of those three vials. So no one, the provider, the patient, or even the investigator, knew exactly what was being given, um, but they had a, a way to track that to figure out who was being given what medication. So they then tracked the amount of time that it took for patients to be successfully sedated. So it was common practice at this hospital to call an all clear when uh, security was no longer needed for an agitated patient. So what they studied was basically the duration of time from when the medication was administered to when the all clear was called. And since that was common practice at the hospital, no one knew that that was what was being studied. No one had to do anything extra to make sure that that happened. It was sort of just common practice at the hospital. So all patients 18 or older were eligible for inclusion if they presented with violent and acute behavioral disturbance and needed to be sedated. Exclusion criteria were successful verbal de-escalation, agreement to take an IV, an IV or oral medication, a sedative medication that had already been administered, or the patient did not remain in the ED. So they absconded, they were escorted off the premises, and then the last exclusion criteria was uh, patients who had seizures or a post-ictal. So... After patients were given the study, they were monitored for a period of time in the emergency department. 
So observations were done every five minutes for the first 30 minutes, and then every 15 minutes for the next 90 minutes, and then hourly until the study completion six hours after administration of the trial drug. All patients also received an EKG at 30 minutes, one hour, and four hours after the, the trial drug. And all of those EKGs were interpreted as a whole, and then also um, the QTC for each of those EKGs was manually measured. So the primary outcome, like we talked about, was the duration of the violent and acute behavioral disturbance. The secondary outcomes were the time until additional sedative medication was administered within the six-hour study period, reduction in the altered mental status scale by three points or to a score of zero or less than 20 minutes after the trial drug, injuries to patient or staff, patients or staff, uh, further calls to security for assistance, and any drug-related adverse effect. And the QTC was also measured for all EKGs before unblinding the data. Essentially, 23 patients would have been required in each arm of the study to have sufficient power, but they, because they wanted the study to be as strong as possible, they essentially just continued to enroll patients for the full year of funding that they had. So they ended up with 91 patient presentations being included, with 33 patients receiving Gropiridol alone, 29 receiving Versed alone, and 29 receiving the combination. And because these were randomized, all of the groups were pretty similar. The only main difference that they identified were that there were slightly more men in the Versed and the combined groups. So 12 patients ended up being discharged before the six-hour study period because they were transferred to psychiatry or awoke from sedation. Um, the median duration for the patients that remained of violent and acute behavioral disturbance was 20 minutes for Drupiridol alone. 24 minutes for Versed alone, and 25 minutes for the combination. So these were not significantly different. Basically, all three arms of the study, all three drug combinations, took approximately the same amount of time to achieve adequate sedation. The hazard ratio for needing additional sedative medication, however, for Versed versus Propiridol was 2.31. So patients who received Versed were much more likely to need additional sedative medication within that six hours than the patients who received Propiridol. Um, similarly, the hazard ratio for the combined, the Drupiridol versus combo versus Drupiridol was 1.18. So not quite as high, but still the patients who received the combination drug were more likely to need additional sedation. So overall, Drupiridol produced more consistent moderate sedation compared with more highly variable and unpredictable sedation, including deeper sedation um, than with Versed or the combination. Staph injuries occurred also at similar frequency between the groups. There was no statistical significance there. Um, but drug-related adverse events were actually much more common in the Versed group. And this was one thing that the study was really aiming to look at because a lot of people are understandably worried about giving Gropiridol in the emergency department because of this fear of prolonged QT. Will it cause cardiac dysrhythmias? Um, and what they found was that the, the patients in the Versed group were far more likely to suffer adverse effects. And they believed that that was because they needed additional sedation, and so they had adverse effects of over-sedation. They noted basically no issues in any of the groups with prolonged QT being an issue. Talking about some of the limitations of this study, um, one concern is we don't know what medications or drugs or what, whatever that patients might have ingested before they presented to the emergency department. Um, so one thing that they discussed, though, was that it's actually, this is actually an important part of this because we're never going to know what those patients took before we administer them drugs in the emergency department. So if we want to be as safe as possible, um, we have to pick the drug that's going to going to cause the least adverse effects, regardless of what patients may have taken before. Um, and so they believe that this study, which showed that Versed had more adverse effects, was important because we know that you know benzodiazepines are not going to mix well with alcohol. 
um, or potentially with other benzodiazepines that patients might have taken before. And so they believe that that also may have contributed to the fact that the, the Versed group had more adverse effects. So they noted that rather than this being a confounding uh, variable, it's actually a pretty important result. And then another limitation was that the medications in the study were not dosed according to patient weight. So this might have led to some lighter patients being over-sedated, some heavier patients being under-sedated. But again, when you're in that kind of agitated emergency room patient situation, you're not really going to have time to weight base your dose. And so, again, this is probably not too unrealistic um, from, what, from what would actually be done in practice. Um, so overall, uh, what I took away from this study was that Dropiridol is overall safer as a sedative agent than Versed and even than the combination of the two. Um, there are higher, there's a higher risk of adverse effects in over-sedation or need for additional sedation with the Versed. And the time of onset, interestingly, is the same. And that was, you know, something that they were looking at because I think normally people think benzos are going to be quicker onset. And so they figured the combination might be best. You would get the fast onset of the Versed and then the longer lasting of the Dropiridol. But what they found was that the, the onset of adequate sedation was actually the same. So you didn't even really get that benefit from the Versed. Um, and then the, the Dropiridol does, however, last longer. And so there's less need for additional sedation. And finally, um, in case anyone is, continues to be worried about this, even with those three AKGs that every patient had, there were no issues with QT prolongation or cardiac dysrhythmias noted in this study. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this podcast series looking at the use of droperidol for agitated patients in the emergency department. Please join us again sometime next month. We'll, we'll be recapping our next journal club. Thanks. Take care. <laughs>